who understand Florida, developers can't be in control of these decisions. And they are 100 percent in control of these decisions in Florida because of all the money they're putting into politics. A lot has to be rethought, folks. This is why politics is important. This is why who you elect is important, because this is what government actually does. I know that people don't get government and they think government is boring and they think government's not important. This is why it's important, because when the rubber meets the road and the water is six feet high in your house and everything's destroyed. It is government you have to turn to. And it's it's not about stunts. And if your government is doing stunts to own the libs or to hurt people that you don't like, that isn't government. Okay, welcome. It is uh, Friday, 30 September in the year of our Lord, 2022. You're in the war room. We're going to start with some mathematics and some polling to make sure you can connect dots here or, or hope you uh, provide you the information to connect the dots yourself. It's the last day of the third quarter. It's also the beginning of early voting starts over the weekend and Monday. And we're, what, 38, 39 days away from the most important midterm since 1862. Joanne Reed uh, talking about, obviously, Governor DeSantis in Florida and everything that's going on there about government. But I want a breaking news out of um, CNBC Unrelenting inflation is taking a toll, leaving more Americans living paycheck to paycheck. 60%, 6-0. That would be 60% of Americans are living paycheck to paycheck. 60%. As we forecast this a couple of months ago, but also I want to make sure the buried lead here is most important. And this is one of the things we highlighted months ago. People, high earners, people with six-figure Incomes, couples with over six-figure incomes, individuals six-figure incomes, forty-five percent, almost fifty percent, almost half, almost half of people with six-figure incomes, paycheck to paycheck. Announced this morning that European inflation, the EU zone, announced their inflation is now roaring at ten percent. This is the created crisis. Joanne Reed sitting there talking about the nanny state, uh, and uh, she doesn't understand that government also creates crises. They've created this crisis. It's all, this is 100% the Biden regime and their factotums and their paymasters, whether it's the uh, oligarchs on Wall Street, uh, the Federal Reserve, these radical Democrats. This is a created crisis from energy to the invasion of the southern border. Mm-hmm all being incorporated into inflation, still this massive spending they're doing behind closed doors in Washington, D.C., is absolutely abysmal. And we haven't felt the worst pain yet. The second hour, we're going to talk capital markets and economics. We've got a lot to get through this morning on polling. And we also have some individual stories of bravery of people we're going to put forward. And also the Chinese Communist Party. Uh, Putin just gave a a talk. They're annexing or they've had this vote, these referendums or plebiscites in these territories. And they're, um, and, and they're going to annex these territories. So now this thing's going to take decades to work out, decades. Because once they an- annex them and make them <laughs> Russian territory, you're going to have a whole process if they're ever to unwind that. But people, don't forget the, the buried lead there. That is because of the sign-off of the Chinese Communist Party. CCP, this is, uh, she signed off on this. She has said, go ahead and do it. We'll have you back. This is she. Because this is what they're going to try to do, the same deal they're going to try to run in Taiwan. It's a predicate for that. So we've allowed the two biggest gangster groups to work together now to um, to consolidate the Eurasian landmass with their partners in Pakistan, the mullahs in Iran, also Erdogan in Turkey. Let's throw in North Korea for good measure. And no, Kamala Harris, we don't have a treaty with North Korea. I mean, it's just embarrassing to send her on the road. 
Okay, we got a lot to go through. I want to start. We got Barris uh, for the Senate and governor's races and uh, overall a temperature, particularly the core four, a big article in Politico today about the core four, Georgia, Arizona, New Hampshire, and Nevada, about the Democrats trying to hold on to the uh, to the Senate. Remember, if they really had the numbers with them, you'd be getting pounded every morning on Morning Joe and CNN. They would pound you into submission. Uh, you're not seeing that because the numbers are not with them. I want to bring in Alex DeGrasse. Alex, the subtext, I want to talk about this YouGov poll, and I want you to go through, take your time and go through the details, the unfavorables, and particularly breaks down to categories. But you can see how they got there when you see about August, this poll they're just releasing with data in August. Once again, 60% of the American people are living paycheck to paycheck, and it's not just lower earners. That's not the working class. 45%, almost 50% of people making six-figure incomes are living paycheck to paycheck. And remember now with the complete collapse of your balance sheet through your 401k, the stock portfolio is imploding, your bond portfolio is imploding, and just about to have it, you're going to mark to market your house, and you're going to be in a jam because you're going to have nothing to fall back on. That is all the created crisis of this radical regime. It's the reason they have to be removed, and we have a chance to remove them on the 8th of November. And the tip of the spear to remove them is like the founder set up, the House of Representatives. Alex DeGrasse, your head of Team Elise, worked very closely with the NRCC, the RNC, all of it. Uh, walk us through this this poll, which is quite enlightening about what the reality is of what the American people think of Biden and his regime, sir. Sir, thank you, Steve. So we had a big Yahoo News YouGov poll. And if you can put up on screen that, obviously, in a, by a landslide, Steve, more Americans think things have gotten worse for people like them since Biden took office and gotten better. And if we break down the numbers, that's 19% of people say things have gotten better, 46% worse. If you break it down by party ID, 42% of Democrats think it's better, 17% worse. Republicans, 8% better, 78% worse. But that key number, Steve, is the independents, 11% better, 51% worse. And again, we spoke earlier when we talked about the issue sets and how Democrats are sort of kind of speaking to themselves in la-la land. This shows it. Republicans and Democrats, you know, mostly online, about, you know, 8, 11 percent, you know, think things are better, where Democrats are just on a different planet. And that is a real big issue with them when they try to cut through. But if you go into the specifics on Biden's job approval and we look at these two critical before you go there, just I want to go back to the 11 percent. That basic question you always ask in politics, are you better off today than you were a couple of years ago under this is about this, the referendum question. Only 11% of independents, 11%, because we're so partisan now between, you know, MAGA Republicans, Republicans, and of course, the radical Democrats. But if you look at independents, only 11% say they're better off than they were when Biden took over. Is that correct? That's exactly right, Steve, which is I've never seen worse numbers. Um, If you look at Biden's job approval, 39%, 53%. And this is I would kind of say this is a regime poll in my way. I mean, we'll get into their uh, data. You know, Boris knows more about this. But opinion, uh, like I said, 39, uh, 55, 53 in the approval among independents, 31% to 62%. So underwater by two to one on independents. And that, that critical demographic, Steve, the in the, uh, Hispanics, 39% approval, 49% disapproval. This sample size, and we were speaking yesterday about how we can control our own destiny by boosting a Republican turnout. 
This poll samples 38% Democrats, 32% Republicans, and 30% independents nationwide, just adults, so not even necessarily register or likely voters. So this thing is sort of all over the map, but the trends are important here and seeing how these numbers you can't even make up. And so then on this top is, of this, that... Hold on, just, as, bad, as bad as these are, and particularly the negatives of what 14% with the American people, um, remember, go back to even Trump's midterm in 18 or Clinton's. When when you have even, even or even Obama's the 2010, when the president's even close to being slightly unpopular. You, you can have blowout 20, 25 seat, 30 seat pickups. You get these kind of numbers, 14% upside down with the American people. What's the independent, the negative 62? What's the approval rating for the independents again? 31 to 62. So 31% approval. That's, that's, that's a 31 point spread on disapproval. It's a 40 yeah. point spread on, on are you better off today with him? 40 point spread on that with independents. Who are really the proxy now for the American people because everybody else is so partisan. A 31% spread. And remember, this poll is a little bit gun-decked because it's weighted to Democrats, right? And it's not to likely voters. It's to kind of yeah. everybody. This, so, yeah. But the trend here is the, 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 um, the atmospherics, I would say. The atmospheric dovetails with the 60% of the Americans live in pay. If you're living paycheck to paycheck – you're, you're one paycheck away from oblivion. Uh, you're not feeling good. And that's representing this poll. Is that, that how you see it, Alex? That's exactly right, Steve. And I think more specifically of uh, that next slide on the inflation, you know, they rolled Biden out and was it 60 minutes or was some network? He was like, well, it's only up. It's not really up. It's like, same. The American people um, are up almost 9% increase from August. So 60%, three out of five Americans say inflation is getting worse month to month. So that's from August to now, 60% of voters are actually just of adults. So that's a little bit skewed against us. Think inflation is getting worse. So it is a total collapse for them. And we're punching through, I think, and you're going to see some big stuff happen for sure. Let me go back to the the Hispanic. That is a central block. That is absolutely centrality when you talk about them holding uh, these these House seats. And actually, we'll get to Nevada and Arizona about Senate seats. What Have you ever seen a free fall like this before of a core demographic uh, of a par- political party, sir? No, I haven't. And we said it exclusively on this show, and I know the DNC went crazy, but you know, we're seeing Republicans lead in our target seats with Hispanics, sort of broadly speaking, when you look across the map. And we've actually never had that before. So that's very big news. So we're winning Hispanics, Steve. That's, that's the fact, despite whatever they're rolling out about you know, DeSantis and these, you know, the flights and trying to say that's going to hurt us. They are in desperate overdrive to spin and deflect on that issue. And it's, um, you know, because again, Hispanics, their issue set matches independence issue set matches Republicans issue set. And more specifically, they actually care about crime more than the average American voter, you know, so by and large. And so that's great for us, obviously, because they're facing the crime crisis under Biden. Yeah. In a big percentage of that 60% is going to be Hispanic, right? It, all the reports, yeah. all the analysis come out said they're going to bear the brunt. They and African-Americans bear the brunt of the inflation. How do you then translate this as a strategist when you guys are focused on this? How do you translate these overall atmospheric polls? Uh, how do you then translate to the practicality of, of where we put our money and where we put our effort and where we ask people to volunteer? 
Sure. So, I mean, if you were to look, I think one good thing to maybe talk about in the show later was, you know, if you look at our ads and if people are interested, they want to get in the weeds, go to NRCCIE or Congressional Leadership Fund on YouTube, or just go look at those candidates in those races. Almost all of our candidates, Steve, are running ads, prosecuting Biden's created crisis. All of our women candidates are running ads, you know, at the grocery store, you know, showing the prices, talking about the effect on their families, relating to voters and describing, we have a plan, we're going to cut spending. My Democrat opponent is not just culpable, but directly responsible for the trillions of dollars of spending. We're on the issues and contrasting where they're on the personal destruction. We're just telling people, this Democrat voted 100% lockstep with Joe Biden and is why we're here. And you really can't stop that, essentially. That's why they're desperately smearing, essentially, or trying to deflect from that being the topic of discussion. We took that we took uh, some of the uh, uh, districts you said, and we went in and looked at the opposition. You know, not one person is sitting there. Not one candidate in the Democrats are, are embracing Biden's policies. In fact, you don't even know they're Democrats. They're trying to run as moderate Republicans. Have you guys noticed this? I mean, they don't they don't want any association with Biden or his policies. Is this what is this the, what you guys are gleaning also? Yeah, and that's even bigger news as you talked about that three week inflection point. I mean, we've got, I think Nancy Captor, I mean, she went out there and said she stands up and against Joe Biden, had a photo of her kind of pointing her finger at him. Um, she voted 100%, Steve, with all the spending and everything else. I mean, she's a scam. And so these guys are desperate. And again, as we kind of narrow in on where we're going to focus on, the Dems are going to have to cut some of them loose. Certain members are going to be cut off from funding from the National Party because they're going to have to pick and choose who to save, and they're going to melt down, frankly. And it's going to get really crazy in the next couple of weeks. Alex, we're going to do the shout out for everybody to come and volunteer in, in the precinct yeah. strategy and, and, and election, all that. How do people get to you? How do people uh, find out more information? They're hungry for information right now. So where do they go? Hit me on Getter at DeGrasse. I'm on Twitter, DeGrasse81, you know, Truth at DeGrasse or Alex DeGrasse. Um, NRCC.org. Um, you can see all the races on the house side of things. You can volunteer, get involved. Certainly, uh, if, if you're generous, you've got the big checks. We recommend a lease victory fund. That money goes directly to the front lines. That's a lease victory fund.com. If you've got uh, some big money to spend, we appreciate that, of course. But volunteering is the most important. We need volunteers. We'll talk about that afterwards. If you got a five or a 10 or a 20, you can hit them up with hit them. If you're a big donor, call them. Okay, Alex, fantastic report Thank to start you, off in the House. Thank you very much. Okay, remember the House is now off the chain. They're going out into the Hustons. They're not back until after November 8th. We're going to pivot. We're going to take Richard Barris. We're going to go governorships and uh, Senate races. We're going to start in the core four, as the Democrats call it, next in the war room. You know what's never good? When your nation's supposed authority on economic policy completely misses the flashing red lights of impending inflation. Now, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen has finally admitted, quote, there's been an unanticipated and large shocks to the economy that have boosted energy and food prices and supply bottlenecks that affected our economy badly that I didn't at the time fully understand, end quote. You know who understands the real threat of inflation? People who invested in gold and silver with Birch Gold Group. They're protecting their savings from a highly turbulent economy by diversifying their 401k or IRA into gold, physical gold. 
And it's not too late for you to take action now. Text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898 and get a free info kit on diversifying and protecting your savings with precious metals. With an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau, countless five-star reviews, and thousands of satisfied customers, text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898 and get the real help from Birch Gold today. Again, text Bannon to 989898 to claim your free, no-obligation information kit on protecting your savings with gold. Pandemic with Stephen K. Bannon. The epidemic is a demon, and we cannot let this demon hide. War Room. Pandemic. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, it's the last day of the third quarter, and tomorrow becomes, I think you're going to see a historic fourth quarter in this country. There is a lot that's going to go on, not just the most important midterm since the Civil War, but what happens thereafter. And the fight leading up to it is going to be insanely tough, and it's even going to be tougher to govern in the middle of a you know, economic firestorm uh, and global geopolitical issues. I want to go now to Richard Barris. Richard, first off, you've got some insights that we didn't have a chance to get to with Alex on this YouGov, the whole polling process, what people were trying to get people over the other side of the hill to be able to look at what's happening. And so I walk, walk through the YouGov and, and even tied back to that 60%, this new CNN report about people living paycheck to pay, because that's going to get worse. You do understand this. It's going to get worse. It's going to get a yeah. lot worse. Before it gets better. And, you know, I, I get calls and people come and say, hey, dude, you got to back off the doom and gloom. We're trying to be realistic. We're trying to sit here and say, hey, here's what reality is. Here's reality. Because once you have reality, you can you can work your own personal uh, situation around that. OK, but also politically um, in this all the happy talk and all the smoke and mirrors. Uh, it, reality is setting in and it's setting into the American people. And here's the good news about it. The Hispanic community, parts of the African-American community, they're sitting there. They can't be lied to anymore. This is why I say that we have a chance if we do our work. And you have to go to precinctstrategy.com, you know, the great Steve Stern and Dan Schultz and the team over there to sign up. Also locally, go be a poll worker, be a uh, be an election official, get in the room. Uh, some people very, very close to me are so ecstatic. They've, they've now been approved to be election judges. Get in the room and make sure you're watching the count. We have to deliver this, but we can deliver a shattering death blow to the National Democratic Party uh, as a political, national political institution from school boards all the way up. And it has to be done. They want democracy. We're going to give them democracy, okay, with a big old capital D. Um, Barris, give me your assessment of, of, of the polls we just talked about before we get into the core four. Yeah, good to be here as always, Steve. And just real quick, let me say, I mean, why be, uh, you know, it's not doom and gloom to have your audience prepared, right? And, uh, you know, but moving on from that, uh, basically, Steve, that YouGov poll, Alex said it, used the word, uh, just didn't get into it as much as I I was over there itching, but trend. The YouGov poll is almost impossible for Republicans to lead in. That's in recent years. Uh, It's just the way they waited. Last week, it was uh, Democrat plus five. Now in the registered voter, it's even in the likely voter, which they finally released. It's actually Republican plus one. So it's the trend that we're seeing. And when we go into the Senate, uh, which we're going to do here in a second, that's what I'm looking for. I mean, we had the summer. We've talked about this a lot. Now that spending is starting to meet parity or Republicans are even outspending uh, their Democratic uh 
opponents, things are going to change because Republicans lead on the issues. And it's a big deal. You know, we're looking at, you know, it's not part of the core four, but uh, looking at Pennsylvania, you see Oz is very clearly surging at this point. Uh, we were we were talking about Wisconsin with you, uh, what, 10 days ago. And now everyone has uh, we were the first one to show Johnson leading. Now everybody has Johnson leading. Right. Uh, and we, we could put that graphic up if you want. But basically, pollsters mirror, folks. They mirror and they heard. Nobody wants to be first to put Oz in, you know, ahead. This is why the public polling project is so important. This is why what Todd uh, does at CD Media, Steve, sponsoring the polling is so important because, uh, you know, you kind of keep them honest. That's really what it comes down to. If they know that somebody with a good track record is showing a shift, they'll be more confident. It's sad that that's the way the industry works, but it is the way it works. The people heard and they mirror. We put out Wisconsin. Now everybody has uh, Michaels uh, or, or here's Johnson. Everybody has Johnson leading in the Senate. And then we have the other one we could put up as well, uh, you know, Tim Michaels leading Tony Evers. I said Evers was in deep trouble. Now there are people who have bigger leads for uh, for Michaels than we found. The same thing, by the way, with Nevada, which is part of the core four. You know, we, but, we but put hang, that out hang, there. Hang, but hang, 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 on, hang on one second. I just want to slow down. I want to make sure I want to bifurcate these for a second. You have yeah. four, and this yeah. is the way I think people have start looking at it. you have four holds. Right. And you have four. The core four is four potential pickups for us, losses for them. And that's where the Democrats are maniacally focused on this. The holds are Pennsylvania, North Carolina, Ohio, and um, um, and what's my last one here? Uh, Wisconsin, right? Yeah, those Wisconsin, are the four holds. Ron Johnson. Those four, those four, North Carolina, the, the ones on the, on the bubble, North Carolina, Pennsylvania, Ohio, and Wisconsin, right? And those four that we have to hold, those are seats we have to hold. To even have a shot, or really a shot to do this. What's your assessment? I know you've done some of those latest polling, like Wisconsin, some of those you're going into the field with. Um, what are the, right now as you see it, are we going to hold those seats? And if we're not, which one is the most concerning to you? The most concerning is Pennsylvania. Um, but Oz is doing what he... What is happening in Pennsylvania right now is what ex what you would expect to see happen if Oz is going to wind up uh, overtaking Fetterman. And that is an extreme tightening. He is well within. Yeah. And people need to understand this. Pennsylvania has not been polled correctly in three election cycles. He is well within now the average error that favors Democrats uh, to it's not even an upset at this point. I mean, two points is uh, nothing. Uh, at this point, it, it's a pure toss up. But when you look at the history of polling in the state, you have to say Oz has got the trajectory. He's got the trend. Republicans, I think, have an outside of Pennsylvania, have the easier time holding states because the other four for Democrats, New Hampshire, Arizona, Georgia and Nevada. Yeah, but hang on. And, but hang on. But hang on. But hang yeah, on. Don't yeah. don't go there yet. Just let's just go the holds let's for jump us. over there. Okay. No, don't jump over there yet because you, your poll, I want to go back to what you did. Your polling in Wisconsin was kind of a breakthrough. Other people seem to was. be, I don't know, you call it hurting, but it looked Fox and other people that weren't before are now reporting you were the first one to do it. So in North Carolina, Ohio and Wisconsin, it, given that people have to show up, but you're saying the trends, particularly economic underpinnings, the trends there look good, give you some level of comfort, correct? Yeah, Ohio, again, a state that is not well polled. Uh, if I got to poll this state, Steve, so help me God, you know, I probably am going to because 
uh, it's just abysmal. When we started thinking about what states we were going to poll, we kind of pushed Ohio to the side. Like, look, it's not competitive. This happens every year. Uh, But in 2020, you just have the same people doing the same thing. You know, Ryan plus one. They did the same thing with Biden and Trump won the state by eight points. It's just extremely difficult for me scenario jd does not outperform in the cincinnati burbs and then of course just crush ryan from in woods county trumbull county mahoning uh you know where the trump voter is the obama trump voter that is now solidly america first jd vance is an america first candidate he's going to win those voters if if you if here's the thing on oz before we move to the pickups yeah and this is about this audience specifically about this audience in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, which is extremely powerful. We are now to a point that we have to, uh, you know, Oz may not be your cup of tea. The dip- Oz is surging, but the difference between Oz victory and Fetterman victory is MAGA. Y- you have to pull a Yunkin. We have to have 100% of MAGA has to show up, although I know a lot of people are sitting there going, Oz is not my guy. That difference, the delta you see right now is just MAGA. If MAGA comes together around Oz, he wins. It's just that simple. And I realize a lot of people don't like the guy. Yeah. A lot of people don't trust the guy. A lot of people just you got to look at Fetterman. You simple have to look at Fetterman. If Fet- Fet- Fetterman is demonic, right? Is demonic. And look at his policies on drugs, on transgender, on all the cultural issues, all the economic issues. You have to weigh, you know, you have to weigh and measure. The difference here, and Oz is surging, getting traction. The difference is quite simple. If MAGA comes together and puts their shoulder to the wheel and back of this guy, and I understand a lot of you are not going to want to hear this. I'm just giving you a reality check. You're going to hold these four seats because you're seeing it happening in Wisconsin. You're seeing it happening around J.D. in, in Ohio, North Carolina. Obviously, it has happened with Ted Budd. Let's pivot now to, to, to the pickups. You've been all over some of these states. This is the core four of the Democrats they have to hold. This is Georgia, Arizona, New Hampshire, and Nevada. Of those right now, you were the first to say this. You would say Georgia and Nevada look like, and the Democrats concur with you, Nevada and Georgia look like two potential pickups that would give us a Senate. Be be specific about Nevada. Give us a a couple minutes on Nevada because this is central to so many other themes, including the Hispanic vote. Richard Barris. You know, that again, this is why it's so important to have uh, other people in the field doing work like this, Steve, because, you know, what was it, 12, maybe 16 hours we put the poll out in Nevada, and what we showed was that Adam Laxalt was, uh, you know, echoing what Alex just said. Adam Laxalt was actually specifically carrying Hispanics, leading with Hispanics. And the independent vote has to be a big win for Republicans to carry the state roughly around 20, 21 points, so he was right in that ballpark. Uh, but this time around, what, what was different and what was ba- basically the bombshell of our poll is that the Hispanic, le- uh, the his- independent lead this time wasn't being driven overwhelmingly by white voters. It was a crossover between Hispanics who maybe once upon a time they voted Democrat, but they were soft Democrats or they were just independents who voted Democrats. Now they're voting for Laxalt. And by the way, they're voting for Lombardo, too. We just had Lombardo underperforming Laxalt with Hispanics a little bit, uh, but both of them leading. So, again, that's another governorship that the Democrats can lose. And that is uh, – look, Nevada's leaning Republican. It, and that's Adam Laxalt's just, running a great just, campaign. He's got it all – he's got all three pillars of the Republican Party locked up. And that Hispanic shift is going to wipe people like Cortez Masto out. Yeah. In the age of Trump, we talked about this during the Supreme Court with, with Mike deal. Davis. In, in the age of Trump, 16, 18, and 20, we haven't cracked this nut yet. 
except 20, the cheating, let's leave it aside. The Las Vegas Review, with the Las Vegas Review, what Ain't Gateway, Gateway Pundit said, when you look at these numbers, Barris's numbers and others are coming out, this massive shift, tectonic place shift of Hispanics in Nevada, the Democrats made a bet on college-educated women, the Republicans made a bet on working-class Hispanics, and the Republicans' bet is paying off in spades. This is a tectonic plate shift. Richard, please, can you hang on just for a few more minutes? We're going to take a short yeah, break. Sure. we got Barris, Boris with a legal update, and we're going to introduce you to an American hero, someone who knows how to take incoming when her principles are on the uh, on the line. All next in the war room. Friends, if you're thinking about stocking up on emergency food because of what's going on in the world, now is the time to do it. Farmers are warning everyone who will listen. Food shortages are next. That's why I urge you to go to preparewithbannon.com. That's preparewithbannon.com right now. To help the American family, My Patriot Supply is offering a 20% discount off their three-month emergency food kit. This kit provides delicious breakfasts, lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks for one person for three solid months. As you know, this food stays fresh for up to 25 years, so it's ready the moment you need it. And it's designed to give you more than 2,000 calories a day. That's 2,000 calories a day. So you won't go hungry and you'll keep up your strength during any crisis. Save 20% on this three-month kit at preparewithbannon.com. That's preparewithbannon.com. Stock up now with the price this low. Your orders ship fast and free in unmarked boxes for your privacy. Go to preparewithbannon.com right now. Preparewithbannon.com right now. Take action. Use your agency. Action, action, action. War Room Pandemic with Stephen K. Bannon. The epidemic is a demon, and we cannot let this demon hide. War Room Pandemic. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Today, this morning, what we're trying to do is give you a snapshot of where we are as we end the third quarter, both of the analytics of politics and how that relates to the underlying uh, economic situation in the country. Uh, we're going to do that in the second hour, talk about some economics and capital markets. Uh, Richard, uh, and we're obviously we're going to have you back on, but just real quickly, give people some inside baseball on this Pennsylvania, particularly the odds situation, the Emerson poll. Uh, your assessment of that, sir, before we uh, leave you today. You know, I think that was the safe thing for uh, Spencer Kimball at Emerson College to do. I think nobody – look, I want people to understand that we're pollsters and we're human beings. And, uh, you know, people, uh, you know, watch what others do. And, I, I, you know, I strongly suspect he didn't want to be the first one to put out an Oz plus one. So we're going to see these very tight Fetterman leads, uh, which is why, again, I uh, hearken back to Wisconsin. But, you know, it's important uh, that, you know, we, we do the polling that we do. The guys, you know, at CD Media, Todd Wood, we, we – did that poll for them in Wisconsin. Um, you know, we were the first ones to show Johnson leading. And then what happened was like a damn broke. The, the, these media and university pollsters, they have shown a propensity to – they will favor just a slight Democratic lead. They don't want to be the one who steps out on that ledge first, Steve. Uh, but yeah. once somebody does, everybody hurts. Yeah. It's the, and, and it's a sad commentary, but it's reality. It's how it works in this it's industry. People can get you on locals, CD media, big data. How do people, what's yeah. the easiest way to get to you and follow you 24 seven? 
peoplespundit.locals.com. But I'm on Truth Getter at People's Pundit, of course. Uh, but again, you follow me on Locals, peoplespundit.locals.com. And uh, it's a great place to just keep up with everything. You remember Richard Barris uh, was at his command center. We were up there freezing on the evening of uh, late on November 3rd and early <laughs> on November 4th of 2020. Sir, thank you. It's been a heck of a ride, a real long journey. night. Thank you, sir. <laughs> long night. And I got to tell you, it's going to be a long, be a long night for Democrats. This is all about the posse right now. If we deliver, we've got the issue set. We, if we deliver the electorate around this issue set, it's a blowout. It's a blowout. And you can actually, if you, for all the years you complained about the Democratic Party, Nancy Pelosi, now you have something to do about it. It's not going to be Trump or Tucker or Bannon or War Room or any of it. It's you. It's on your shoulders. Boris, uh, Epstein, Boris joins us by phone. He's got an update on all the legal issues. Uh, Boris, who just had a, a very good walkthrough of polling that obviously is trending towards um, uh, the atmospherics are really towards President Trump, the Trump movement, MAGA, and really kind of common sense. And really, that de- de- they detest uh, Biden. And this is just now incorporating a new CN- CNBC. It says 60% of the American people are living paycheck to paycheck. 45% of earners of six figures are above paycheck to paycheck. And you have not felt the pain yet. The real pain is all about to come. Boris, give us an update on legal, sir. Steve, honor to be with you. Honor to be with the posse. Honor to report that it is a balmy about 73 degrees going to a high of 81 in the undisclosed location I am today. Steve, here's the biggest news. President Trump continues to win on all fronts, and even the mainstream media, the fake news, cannot do anything to obscure that absolute and total fact. Absolute and total fact. Yesterday, a robust ruling from Judge Cannon, the, 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 the judge in Florida, the, the federal district court judge coming in, and effectively smacking the DOJ down once again and saying that, the whole, first, the whole process, the process that for the, for the special master, the review of the document, is extended until December 16th from November 30th. Why? Because no vendors who the government originally proposed are agreeing to work on, on, on this uh, undertaking, let's put it this way, because the actual amount of documents at issue is so much greater than the DOJ and the government wanted to let on. You know, they threw out the 11,000 number, but the, that, that turned out to be the number of documents. The pages number is actually over 200,000, which makes it clear, clear once again, that this illegal, unwarranted, absolutely unprecedented illegal raid on President Trump's home of Mar-a-Lago was nothing but a fishing expedition, a huge violation of the Fourth Amendment general warrant, where they came in, ransacked, and took anything and everything in sight, over 200,000 pages. So now Judge Cannon coming in, stating that it is the government and the government alone, the DOJ alone, which have to certify their inventory for what they took in the illegal raid. And by the way, they've had to update that inventory, Steve, three times, as we talked about on the show 48 hours ago, always signal, not noise, for the policy. They've had to update that inventory three times. They've already admitted to three failures of the filter team, and the DOJ continues to embarrass itself, embarrass the FBI, and to underscore how weaponized our law enforcement in this country has become in the third world impact, the third worldization of America at the hands of feckless, pathetic Joe Biden, Merrick Garland, and all of the leadership. And this goes back to Comey and beyond. 
the leadership yep. of our law enforcement. For- Boris, I know you got a punch, but I got to ask you something. Now, this comes out every day, and it's more outrageous. Do you believe that uh, this is part of the grounds? I know it's the southern border uh, is part of the impeachment of Merrick Garland, but do you believe that this could actually be a major plank in an inve- House investigation that would lead to the impeachment? When you got all the emails and all the meetings and all the texts and all the witnesses saying how they did this and how they plotted it, do you believe this could lead to the impeachment and removal? of the Attorney General of the United States, sir? You could lead to the impeachment and removal of the President of the United States. Because that's who it goes up to. And then this is the executive branch, and the buck stops with the President. And in this case, we have the illegitimate Joe Biden, sadly calling for a, a congresswoman who's been deceased for almost two months, calling for her at an event just you know in the last couple of days, being absolutely confused yesterday, and, and running our country into oblivion. And in this case, using law enforcement, weaponizing law enforcement to target the strongest political figure in American history, President Donald J. Trump. So, you know, Mary Garland, absolutely, you could be looking at very serious, very serious charges in terms of impeachment or removal. But it goes beyond that. You know, the, the buck stops with the executive branch, it stops with the White House. Who at the White House knew about the raid? When did they know about it? And what did they do about it? Those are the key questions. We now know that this whole premise of, oh, Joe Biden and his, and his team didn't know is a lie. The American people have been lied to time and time and time again. We need the truth, and it is incumbent. It is incumbent upon the leadership of the Republicans and the House and the Senate to hold hearings and start pushing for those hearings now. Let me remind you, Stephen, you know this better than anybody. When the Democrats were in the minority, early days in the White House, 16 to 18, they made our life a living hell. With their hoaxes, their fake investigations, the Russia, Russia, Russia hoax, they dragged all of us into the House and the Senate, wasted hours, days, months, years of our lives, of course, attacked President Trump time and time and time again. That was over. Fake, fake, that was a fake investigation. Here, you have absolute grounds for in-depth investigation, for a true probe into the, the raid of President Trump, into the weaponization of law enforcement, and of course you've got to investigate on the Biden. So even now, while the minority, Republicans have to be standing up and have to be pushing for true in-depth probes, and then really go full force once we win big in November and take over in January. Wow. Uh, what's, what's the social media people can follow you on, sir? No doubt about it. BorisCP.com is the website. Hot on BorisCP.com. Hot on Getter at BorisCP. On Twitter at BorisCP. Hot on Truth Social at Boris, and the hottest on the gram, Boris underscore Epstein. Stay strong. God bless. All offense. And Shabbat Shalom. Thank you, uh, Boris. Appreciate it. By the way, so make sure you understand, this is the law of unintended consequences. They thought this was going to be a knockout blow for Trump. It's going to be the exact opposite. This is going to blow back on Merrick Garland and all of his henchmen in DOJ. And just you guys should preserve your documents because people are working on right now the really the investigation of you guys. The hunters are going to, or the hunted are going to become the hunters very quickly. So you should preserve your documents. There's a lot going on behind the scenes about this, and your track record right now is absolutely horrific. And these are not the hotheads, right? The Bannons, the Gateses. These are the Mike Davises of the world. These are the, these are the cool, steely resolve uh, that are uh, saying that this is this has been criminal activity at DOJ. The emails, the text messages, the testimony of the meetings, all of it, how this plan and plotted is going to blow up in their face and it's going to blow up big. 
Okay, this is a time of courage. Remember, courage is the most important of all virtues because it upon courage that all the other virtues rest. I want to introduce you. We brought her on last night for a few minutes. Uh, Nicole Salas from the Independent Women's Network. Ma'am, can you just take a second and go back? You, you tried to do a, a, a briefing, right, a, a, a meeting to get people up to speed of what's happening in the great state of Rhode Island. Uh, walk through what happened. What, what was the topic? How did you set it up? And, and, and what was done to prevent you from giving that presentation? Okay, we have a little technical problem. Can we, is she not booted up correctly or not on mute? Are you on, uh, are you off mute, uh, Nicole? Okay. Let's go ahead and re, can we reboot that for a second? Um, so about these, every day we're going to be showing people that are um, from the precinct strategy, people that are volunteering to become election judges, election officials. Are, are we going to reboot it or just try to bring her back in? You tell me. Okay, fine. Um, that's okay. Uh, this is an important story, so I want to make sure we do it right and we can hear her. Um, the, um, we're going to show people that are stepping out and showing courage. The Precinct Strategy. So go to precinctstrategy.com. It's all free. We need you to volunteer uh, to become a poll worker, a, uh, an election official, a canvassing official, to be a precinct committeeman in the Republican Party. To get engaged at any level. <clears throat> you just saw uh, the House seats. And starting next week, we're going to start with tranches. We're going to start tranches actually going to individual House races. And in these House races, show you which ones that people need help on a volunteer basis. This is going to be a collective. It's an individual victory, obviously, for people. It's also a collective victory. People, Everybody needs to put their shoulder to the wheel. We're also going to show you a number of courageous people that are going to these school boards and running for school boards. Everyone that's either on a school board or running for school board is throughout the country, and there's thousands of them. They are being attacked viciously, okay? These are principally women. There's some dads, right? There's some dads, but principally women. And what is happening to them is absolutely horrific. I don't think it's ever happened before in American history. They're being attacked. They're being threatened. It is, can we try it again with her? Okay, fine. Um, we'll just, I'll tell you what. Let's go through the break because I want to make sure it gets booted up correctly. Um, these women, uh, whether they are talking about library books that are pornography and not appropriate, not age appropriate, whether they're talking about grooming, whether they're talking about this radical, not just gender ideology, uh, all of this about the, um, about the, the surgeries and all that, where these moms are stepping up and taking this issue on, they're being attacked, attacked relentlessly. And they're being attacked, uh, really threatened. Their personal safety is being threatened. Their families are being threatened. Their children are being threatened, okay? And so this is what we're going to show you every day, another profile in courage, so that you can take courage from it. The apparatus uh, that controls this country is just not going to sit there and go, oh, you won on November 8th? Isn't that terrific? Isn't it great? So you just do what you want to do, and you just take the country in the direction you want to go. No, it didn't happen in 16 when we won. It's not going to happen now. We have to have steely resolve, and that steely resolve is to understand that victory Victory, ultimate victory lies in your hands, not in Trump's, not in Tucker's, not in Sean Handy's, not in Steve Bannon's, in yours. This is all on your shoulders. And look, I understand it's a big burden, but this has happened before in the United States, in the revolution, in the Civil War, in the Great Depression and World War II. The American people have always stepped up and been counted.
Okay, short commercial break. We'll take care of a technical problem. Be back in a moment. Getter has arrived. The new social media taking on big tech, protecting free speech, and canceling cancel culture. Join the marketplace of ideas. The platform for independent thought has arrived. Superior technology. No more selling your personal data. No more censorship. No more cancel culture. Enough. Getter has arrived. It's time to say what you want the way you want. Download now. Okay, welcome back. I think we've taken care of our problem. Let's go to Nicole Salas up in uh, Rhode Island, uh, part of the Independent Women's Network, the fighters over there. So, Nicole, tell us what you were trying to set up, this briefing, what did you do, and then what was the blowback? I held an event to inform parents about how Rhode Island schools indoctrinate children into gender ideology and also how this can lead to their medical abuse um, in pediatricians' offices and hospitals. Um, when I advertised this event, I had legislators attack me on social media. I had trans activists on social media saying that they wanted to shut down the library where I was holding this event. They wanted to sabotage my free speech. Um, I had journalists attacking me saying that I shouldn't be able to have this conversation. And they smeared me as a bigot and a bully when all I wanted to do was talk about factual things happening in public school about gender ideology. And it got so bad that the police called me and said that they had intel that there could be violence. There were people coming that had prior arrests. They had been violent in the past and that I had to hire five police officers to hold my event. So if I didn't hire the police, then they were the police were going to tell me that I couldn't have my event because it was now a threat to public safety, thanks to these radical trans activists. What what was the substance of 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 the brief, and and how was that how's that tied back to facts? What was the substance of the brief that people, including elected officials, got so outraged about that they threatened violence that you had to then retain five police officers to even put on the event, or the police would have canceled it? What what was the substance of your content? Well, they actually didn't know the substance of my content because I didn't get a chance to say it yet. But what they saw was my featured speaker, who is Chris Elston. He's on Twitter as Billboard Chris. And he goes around with a billboard saying children cannot consent to puberty blockers. And he has conversations on the street with people about gender ideology. So he was there to cover the medical aspect of gender ideology and children. I was there to cover the education aspect. And in terms of education, all Rhode Island schools have policies that allows schools to keep secrets from parents if their children have an identity crisis and they believe that they're the opposite sex. Um, Schools are embedding the values of gender ideology into their classrooms. There's no set curriculum, but they are talking to children and telling them that it's possible that they're born in the wrong body, that they can choose to be the opposite sex. Um, These right here are, are the protesters, which included children that came to my event to protest it outside, believing that we were there to be hateful when really we were there to have a legitimate conversation about the health and safety of children who are being led to believe that they are born in the wrong body and that they should seek medical intervention, this this ghoulish Dr. Frankenstein intervention that removes the healthy breasts of, of children to help them conform to regressive stereotypes about being a 
girl. And, you know, our, our lecturer was saying that if you're an adult, fine, and you want to get a sex change, we, we hope that makes you happy. But but these are children that we're, we're telling to get irreversible surgeries and medical interventions before they even know who they really are. How did this get embedded into the public school curriculum in Rhode Island? How did this legislation pass? And did anybody put up a fight when this happened or anybody actually realized it was happening? I don't think people knew it was realizing. This started in 2017. The Council on Elementary and Secondary Education at the Rhode Island Department of Education voted to have these policies in school. Uh, these policies are, um, they're, they're, they're called non-discrimination policies. Um, and we certainly don't want anyone discriminated against. But the problem, again, with these policies is that they separate children from parents. They allow children to choose a different name, a different sex, different pronouns. Um, some schools allow kids to come to school and change clothes. So they're having children lead a double life and keeping it a secret from parents. So um, it was the Rhode Island Department of Education that created this policy. And then the Rhode Island ACLU was instrumental in getting all of these policies in school. They actually audited all of Rhode Island school districts and notified them whether, you know, that they needed to have a policy and their school committee or, um, had to vote on it. So this was this was truly um the administrative state stepping in, it wasn't legislation, it was an administrative rule that now um, are, are separating parents from their children and keeping secrets from parents. Um, are parents, so in, what are parents in Rhode Island waking up to this? I mean, given your briefings and others, are they waking up to what's actually happened on taxpayer money in public schools? Yes, they, they definitely are. Um, you know, I, I myself was sued by the teachers union for asking questions about this gender ideology in school and, and also about other critical race theory in school. So um, I have been doing a lot of work to wake parents up about this and having an event like this actually is, is helping me. You know, here they are trying to silence me, but it's only amplifying my voice. Are you, uh, um, were you concerned or are you concerned about your own personal safety or the safety of your children? Um, I, I was a little bit in the beginning, I, you know, I got a, I got a home security system for, for myself. Um, you know, I, I had a supporter come to my house, um, one day and even though he was a supporter, it, it sort of made me a little nervous that anyone could just come to my house. So now I have cameras on my house. Um, uh, but you know, the, the police are, uh, very responsive. Um, I know that Rhode Island, since it's small, they know who I am. And so I trust that the police are, are going to keep me safe. And, um, I've been making a lot of friends, so I feel safer with a community of support that I've built up. Nicole, how can people, uh, our audience was so, um, uh, angry last night about what happened to you. They want to know how did, how did they follow you? How did they get to your website? How they, how they find out more about you and your fight? On Facebook, I'm Nicoletta Nicole. On Getter, I'm at Nicole Solis, and I'm also a senior fellow with the Independent Women's Forum and Independent Women's Network, where you can get um, information about laws and policies that affect your everyday life, and it will cut through all the lies of mainstream media. Okay, I want everybody to go to those sites, and particularly to the Independent Women's Network and the Independent Women's Forum. You have nothing but fighters over there, Nicole, so thank you very much for joining us. You, you've, um, you've really uh, pumped up many people. Uh, your courage is uh, quite amazing. So thank you very much. Thank you. Uh, they came at her hard and she didn't back down one inch, not one inch. That's a fighter. That right there, Nicole Solis is what's going to turn this country around. And it's going to take bravery. It's going to take courage. 
Okay, short commercial break. We're going to turn now to uh, the invasion on the southern border and also the economics of your beloved country. All next in the war room. War Room Posse, you already know free speech is under constant attack by the swamp and their big tech allies. They resell your communications and personal data while lecturing and laughing at you. I've got the solution. Unplugged Systems, a secure communications company, has an app suite you can install on any Android phone, including its own uncancelable app store, VPN, antivirus, and highly encrypted messenger better than Wicker, Signal, Telegram, or anything else. None of your message or VPN traffic is stored, analyzed, or sold. Claim your security for only $10 a month. Go to their website, unplugged.com. That's unplugged.com slash warroom to install the Unplugged Suite. It's secure. It's private. It's the way we stay connected and informed. Get it now. Take action, action, action. Use your agency. They put Peter Navarro in leg irons for simply doing his constitutional duty. Now they want to put Peter in prison for standing up for Donald Trump. Please go to Amazon right now and order Taking Back Trump's America to help fund Peter's legal defense. Taking Back Trump's America provides a critical MAGA blueprint to put Trump back in the White House in 2024. Buy Taking Back Trump's America on Amazon today. If they can put Peter Navarro in prison, they can come for all of us. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. And do it again. WARROOM HEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there, do it today, check it out. 